Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Worse than a heartbreak? Well, maybe dropping your pizza on the floor cheese side down. <laughs> but seriously, heartbreak is called that for a reason. You feel like your heart is literally breaking. But how are we going to fall in love without a little heartbreak along the way? Join us as we find the brighter side to that basic human experience of heartbreak. Yes. Mmm. Heartbreak. It sucks. <laughs> it does. It's stinky dooky. It's uh, it'll happen, you know, and it's uh, you know, you never know when when it's I got my heart broken uh this week. This week? This week I got my heart broken. What, a Philly cheesesteak dropped on the floor? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, it, whenever a Philly cheesesteak uh falls on the floor, a fat man gets his wings. <laughs> but um <laughs> Oh, I can fly now. <laughs> You mean like a Taurus or like the one of those giant horse wings? <laughs> but I had tickets to a concert, Curtis Harding. You don't know him. Get into it. It's good music. And I get to the show and the fucking Terragram Ballroom had the had the, the shutters down. Should have burned it to the ground. I was so mad. I, w- I took an Uber with Julie all the way out there. I ate my mushrooms before I got into the car. So it just started to hit as I got to see the shutters. I was destroyed. Oh. I was heartbroken. I didn't know what to do. So you're just tripping balls for nothing? And then I had to call an Uber. <laughs> it's the moment the, the mushrooms kick in. I call an Uber to go home. Oh, can you drive me to the other world? <laughs> it's the other world, How man. far to the never? <laughs> I'll pay you five ruples. But I was pissed off and uh, it'll get rescheduled. I, I didn't lose my money, but I, I lost my... Uh, 
my heart. At least you had a fun little Uber trip. Yes, that was our. We spent an hour in 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 uh, in sixty dollars for no reason. Fuck that! I would have burned it, <laughs> burned it down. Man, I've gotten my heart broken so many times. But the thing about that is, years later, you get out of it. Time does heal all wounds, and you realize you two were just never meant to be all along. Amen to that shit. Yeah, and we have a special guest today. That's right. We are. Joined by the queen of heartbreak. Um, <laughs> Is that a good intro? <laughs> the host of the Everything Hurts podcast, uh, Miss Nicole Buchanan. How you doing, Nicole? I'm good. How are you right now? Are you currently heartbroken? Uh, no. I mean, like, if it, I just have a basic depression at the moment, but nothing. That's fine. Like, nothing that's like breaking my heart. That's yeah. manageable. Other than just like being alive. Yes, yeah. it oh. is hard. It mm. is hard. It is heartbreaking to to be born. So um, <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for this, though. I was listening to Olivia Rodrigo on the way here. Oh. She's. Uh, have you heard her album? I, I love it. I bet oh. she was heartbreaking when she found out she had stolen those songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, the right from the uh, the from uh, who was it? Par- no, not Paramore. Was it Paramore? I think it was Paramore. Yeah, if yeah, you're gonna yeah. steal, steal from someone better than Paramore. Oh, yeah. Paramore's good. I like her voice. <laughs> I mean, I'm perilous. Gonna... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, you are the host of the Everything Hurts podcast, brand new podcast. It is uh, brand new. Available on Apple Podcasts and other locations as YouTube, well. uh, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are sold. So you are, uh, we, if, but judging by the title of Everything Hurts, you are uh, an ex. Is the show about heartbreak? Is it about? I, it's, ju- it's just about the worst parts of being alive. Basically. Oh, so the opposite of this show. Yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, wow. Basically, take this show and um, make it fucking just, cynical. Yeah, just all. <laughs> I mean, it, it is about that. I do ask the question to my guests every every week: "What's the worst part of being alive?" Um, and that was like the original premise of the show. But a lot of times, it just evolves into us making jokes about pedophiles. Like, I don't know. Like, we just. He sounds like you're doing the right thing. They yeah, should be we, made yeah, we really it. just go off on some tangents. It's a fun show. As long uh, as you're not glorifying pedophiles, it's a good show. No, I oh mean, they are <laughs> victims in a sense, but yes, <laughs> if they're not acting on it, I mean, like, it, you know, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's Speaking so, of funny jokes, uh, Nicole, have you ever been with a dick so small it feels like one sock in a washing machine? <laughs> Like, I'm wasting water. <laughs> we got jokes. Oh, oh. my God. Yes. Yeah, we, we, uh, we like to write a couple jokes on whatever our topic is. So, will right. you indulge us to sit here and, and listen to us tell a couple jokes? Absolutely. There are some heartbreakingly small dicks out there. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, that was my so best tough. acting experience when I had to tell a guy it was normal size. It's like, it's great. <laughs> Why, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's more heartbreaking for them. At least we don't have the small penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I just don't even talk about it, you know, right? Isn't that the whole thing? He was he was doing great. You was know? he asking you, is my dick big? Yeah. Well, oh, that's stupid. No. He should know. Yeah. Well, he no, just got no, out of no, a no, no. breakup and I just got out of a breakup. That's the uh. thing about heartbreak is you find somebody else that just got heartbroken and you go fuck. You fuck each other. Yes. Yeah. Having yeah. a great time. And then everyone cries and it's just upset. God. Like, we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's sad for all. Oh. In my wilder days, I did drugs, but I didn't sleep around because entering another void in a parallel universe is less scary to me than strange men. <laughs> <laughs> I just think getting your heart broken is a lot like getting COVID. Yeah, you can't get out of bed. It hurts to breathe, and no one wants to be around you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm too sensitive for dating apps. I stopped dating apps because you can't put a condom on your heart. <laughs> I got a magnum, baby. Uh, I'll tell you what, at, at my size, I'm less worried about getting heartbroken as I'm worried about getting heart attack. <laughs> it's I'm definitely get you. terrified. It's get you. <laughs> I started taking uh, turmeric pills to make. To, I heard that was good for That's not getting your heart attacked. Oh, it's gonna come! It's gonna come at you like Jason Voorhees. I know, I know. The men on the dating apps are too much. I'm just like, I like walks on the beach. And they're like, here's my dick, you fat whore. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just having fun. There's this one guy, and this is a new part of the joke. He messaged me out of the blue and he's like, what's your, what's your kink? And I was like, um, consent. <laughs> and then he was like, want to know mine? And I was like, okay, keep in mind, this is the second message he sent me. And, yeah, this is, and you just said consent. You just said consent, right? <laughs> this is crazy. And also like Tinder in Hollywood, California is different, I would imagine, than anywhere else. So the second message he sent me, he's like, I like straps. I like cum. I like choking. I want to <laughs> spit in your mouth. And I was like, sir, you need Jesus. <laughs> and I fucking deleted the app and I walked into the ocean. <laughs> These men are crazy. Yeah, that's a little too much information up top. You got to, you know, you got to earn that respect. Just say, hello, what's your favorite color? Maybe start with that. I like choking. And Anything. Whips and spanks. And I mean, at least you didn't waste your time. Like, mm. you, you know, you didn't have like a nice conversation. You're like, I think this guy could be the one. And then he's like, fucking I like cum. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. That's a really good way. And you know what? I think that kind of dude that leads with that really isn't into it. And what if I was like a super dominatrix kind of woman? I bet I could make him cry. Oh, of course. Well, that's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's just he wants. take it too far. I take it further. Yeah, yeah, just show up to his house with a paddle and be like, you ready? Or like a gun? I could show up with a gun? Yeah. Yes. I oh. like knife play. Just fuck yeah. me with a gun to your head? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, best to keep the guns out of sex, in my opinion. But you <laughs> ladies do whatever you like. You know, no, no judgment zone. No judgment zone. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about heartbreak today, and I don't know if uh, you listen to the band Yes, but they have a great quote that I like to live by, and it's this, uh, owner of lonely heart, much better than owner of broken heart. Do you agree? It's better to be lonely than heartbroken? Yeah. Well, I find that loneliness, if you've never had your heart broken, that's a big part of humanness you've missed. Mm -hmm. You know, like the people that just want to, I'm just going to be alone. And I'm like, you got to get out there. You got to try meet people. Yeah. I don't think I experienced loneliness until I experienced heartbreak. Oh, uh, interesting. Like, I think when I was younger, I very much like avoided relationships and, and men in general because they were scary. Yes. And um, it like I didn't have my first kiss till I was like 19 and then I didn't like lose my virginity till I was like 22. Wow. My first like real relationship when I was like 22. And before that, I was just kind of like, I'm good. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't want it. And then uh, the minute I had it, then after that, I was like, oh, well, like now I, now I feel lonely. Now I want it. Interesting. You know? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Men are scary. And like men high school scary, is yeah. so scary. And like you see girls get pregnant. And like, I don't know about your high school, but they would just disappear. You never saw them again. And the guys <laughs> that got them pregnant are just walking the halls, going to college, like nothing happened. See, my Where high did school, you go to high school? In Louisiana. All okay. over the place. She was, she was a traveling lady. Not a traveling lady. Uh, my high school, we, um, we had a, a daycare. So oh. if anyone got pregnant and like had a baby, they could 
put That's their baby really nice. in daycare at the high school while they went to classes. That's great. I mean, that sounds like a that sounds like something the parents in my school would like form an uproar about because like if girls see this, then more girls are going to get pregnant and you shouldn't help them. I'm like, they're children. Right. Yeah. Help them. That's like people who are like, you shouldn't give sex education because it's going to make them have more sex. And it's like, well, fucking no, they're going to have sex anyway. They're just like not going to do it right. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to wear a condom. If yeah. you preach abstinence, they're going to fuck more. Like, exactly. you know, the whole thing with like, just say no to drugs. That just like turned us onto it. What they should have done is told us what each drug does to you so we know what to expect. Exactly. Teach you how to test your drugs for fentanyl. Was that a thing back then? No, fentanyl's no. new. It's a new boy. Oh, man. It's terrifying. Now. But that should be a class. Yeah. yeah. So, Nicole, you said you got your heart broken at 22 in your first relationship. Mm-hmm. What was yeah. this young person like? Um, Were they your age? Uh, well, he was 28. Oh, okay. Well, you're 22, 28. That's not pedophile behavior because you're legal. Yeah. Yes. That's not he, bad. he had lived a lot more life than me, though. I was very like, golly gee. Like, I was very... That's probably why he liked it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and he was very not that way. He had he had been through a lot, you know, like drug addiction and, and jail and a bunch of stuff. So, like, we oh. were very different. And I was very, like, attracted to, like, oh, my God, he's been through so much. Like, I didn't see, like, red flag, red flag. I was just like, oh, my God, he's so broken i can help him i can fix him (laughs) love broken men uh it is it is insane the last guy i fell for fucking lived in a van behind a jujitsu training center so (laughs) you know tell me about it i lost my virginity on an air mattress in a living room so (laughs) wow yeah i lost mine on a futon you know it's not much better but that was also my bed at the time Mm. right 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 well how old were you i was 16 Okay, so I was you, six. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that makes more sense. See, like this was like a, a 28 year old man living on an air mattress. It's a little different. Yeah, no, mm. it's not good at all. You're gonna want to, you know, not be around for that. Yeah, yeah. No. But, you know, now you know. But I love it's him. a learning experience. And then he you... cheated on me. He cheated on you. He cheated that on is me. some major heartbreak because now you're yeah. thinking, what did I do? Could I be a different person? Yeah. It, it was, and yeah, you really do when you're young. You blame yourself for that kind of stuff. I still do. For sure. I was like, and because I was a virgin when I met him and like whatever, I was like, I was probably boring in bed. Like I probably wasn't doing it right, you know, and. uh, Doing it at all is right from a man's point of view. Yeah. I mean, I've learned that now. (laughs) And he cheated on you. I'm so sorry. We grace you men with our pussies. Yes. uh, Do not reward bad men with vaginas. Do not. Even though that's exactly what happens all the time. Yeah. As like someone who's like worked on like being a good guy their whole lives, it's just always chicks leave you for the horrible dude. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Every single time. It drives you, it, it just makes you insane. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what the psychology behind uh-huh. that is. See, I always wanted to date the good guy. And then after a while, I'd be like, oh no, you're not good at all. Yeah. You're a mask. You're a bad guy with a good guy mask. That's, the, that's when the real heartbreak happens, mm-hmm. is when you're like, I found an amazing guy and then they just like blindside you yeah or they're just like really into something that's you know weird yeah you know like uh like i remember the last time amber you dated a good guy that i can remember he was just like really into cats 
And then you're just like, you're like, oh, I gotta not stop seeing this guy. Yeah, I think well, we didn't date. We went on one date, and mm-hmm. he's very nice. He was a good guy, but it was it was the cats. My face ballooned up. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. <laughs> and we sat outside and talked for hours because he's great. But as soon as I walked back in his apartment, he's like, "Don't you want to come back inside?" I'd be like, "Sure," and I'd like stick my head in and be like, "I can't go inside." <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't willing to part with the. With I mean, the he's a great guy, and he just because he loves cats. He he hmm. should be with a woman that also loves cats. It's a big part of There's his personality. There's a lot of them out there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and like, as I said before, like like when you're especially younger and you break up, you get heartbroken later on, you're like, oh, we were never uh, mm-hmm. the right people. Mm-hmm. When I was 22, I was with a guy, I thought I was going to get married to yeah. him. He was, we were, but we met in New York and I met his family and like we intrinsically have such different lives. He was... Raised in a suburb, a white upper middle class suburb in the same house his whole life. His parents were very daunting and like always over him, making sure he did his homework. He loved working in an office, you know, that kind of type. Yeah. And um, I met his family and like, this is how different they are. His sister was like, I'm going to make dinner for the family. And meanwhile, he says, my sister's a real alpha. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? Is she a bitch? Yes. So she (laughs) makes dinner for the family and we each get a lobster. And I'm like, holy, wow. And we're like, I bet this is expensive. She said, yes, it was. You're all going to pay for it. You just don't know it yet. And then made everybody pay her $20. That's pretty cheap for lobster. That is pretty cheap for lobster. That's (laughs) also weird. That's weird. That is very weird. Can you imagine like a a family dinner? I would never. You know, the only way I would ever ask for money for food is if like while inviting everyone over, I'd be like, it's a potluck. Yeah. That's like the closest I'd come for asking for money for This was his mom? That was his sister, his the, sister, the quote unquote alpha. Right. It was so weird. And they had like a weird opinion about women. And he wanted to go. I'm like 22 in New York. I want to like go out. And he was like, you go out too much. You're too wild. He broke up with me because I was too wild. I'm 20 fucking two years old in New York City. Yeah. He wanted to go move to the suburbs mm-hmm. at and, 22. And did this break your heart? Yes. I was heartbroken. I actually started smoking. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I did that too. Yeah. And then I quit for a while, but that was the original, like, I started smoking right there. Now I really hate this person. I picked up smoking for like two months after my, and I'd never smoked before, but the guy that broke my heart, he smoked. And so like, I just, I I don't know if I started to like the smell. Like I kind of liked the smell. Like I was kind of turned on by Makes you think of him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started like, I started smoking and uh, it was really embarrassing because I did not know how to do it. Like I, I, I was trying to light the cigarette in front of a comedy club, and my friend was like, "You look like a fucking idiot." <laughs> like I was Aww. just like, it, it kept like blowing the lighter. I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I, fi- I finally figured out how to do it. And then people were like, "Are you even inhaling?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> they were like, "Just stop, stop. Doing, why are you doing this?" And like, I think also I wanted to show up, like, because he was also a comic. And uh, that yeah, it was like I started. Twenty-eight-year-old oh, com- loser was a comic. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, wow. I started comedy, lost my virginity, had my first heartbreak, like all in the same year. It was a wild ride. But uh, yeah, so I was. I think I wanted to like show up, like uh, in like a leather jacket, looking hot, smoking a sit. Like, tell me about it, stud. That yeah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, I just look like an idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I was like, like, I just need idiot. to like, I just need to uh, not not do this. I, this isn't me. Well, once oh, you, you know? got the cigarette lit, I'm sure you looked very cool, greaser lady. I look. I know you're not supposed to say this, but 
smoking cigarettes does look cool. It lo- I mean, there's really nothing you could do about it. It looks, it's it's super hot when a guy does it until it's not. Yeah. Until he has like a hole in his neck. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like until. The smell, I don't like the smell. And I yeah. remember waking up, like my friends in high school, we would all like crash and the dudes would like wake up and roll over and light a cigarette in the morning. Oh my yeah. God, I hate it. Gross. Oh, yeah. I had a, a a girl I was seeing for a little while back in New York and she lit a cigarette in my bed like when she woke up in the morning and I was furious. Yeah. Never, never saw asking? her again. Never saw her again. Uh-huh. She also, I woke up and she was smoking a cigarette and had a beer in her hand like <gasps> seven in the morning. Crazy. I was just like, you gotta go. That's this wild. Was like, <laughs> I was like, you gotta get out of here. This is like <laughs> She's wild. I just wanted to go like out to bars and clubs. I didn't want to wake up and roll over. She's, that's crazy. Yeah, that guy sounds boring as fuck. He was boring. He's really, really boring. And he was like way too into his nephew. And I'm like, you're a, a man. What are you doing t- playing with this four-year-old kid sounds nice sounds like a nice guy <laughs> he's like probably that. a nice guy he's a nice guy he's got a nice wife and they have a he's kid a, oh he likes his family after too much. the lobster thing <laughs> i know after the lobster thing you should have fucked his brother or fucked her brother and then been like that'll be twenty dollars <laughs> <laughs> i know you didn't know that you were gonna have to pay for this but yeah you know. <laughs> yeah but he was an actual nice guy we just didn't you know, you really got to look at somebody who you have like values with. Yeah. I also feel like you don't understand the world until you get your heart broken. No. no. You know, like anyone who just like, I have a, I have a one friend, one friend that they got married, like first like boyfriend, they had like little boyfriend, girlfriend things in high school, but they started dating in high school and then they got married and now they're still in love and they have three kids and, they're one, and they got a, but everyone else. No, it yeah. was like, it's like, it was like one out of everybody. You know, oh, I grew work. so much in that in that year, you know, yeah. after my first heartbreak. Like I was a different person after that in a good way. Yeah. And um yeah, like I think heartbreak uh teaches you a lot of lessons. It yeah. uh helps you grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh and you get to feel. You know what? I like the I kind of like the feeling of heartbreak. Like I like that you get to like you get per- you have permission when you when yeah. you're heartbroken to just like Sit down and fucking cry your eyes out. Yeah, and like watch a sad movie or listen to sad music, and like you're you feel like you're like I'm an artist. Like I feel so much right now. Uh-huh. Like I'm I'm like Vincent Van Gogh. Are I you couldn't agree more. You have to like you have to go with the feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, don't don't deprive yourself of it. I always say that like as far as like when it comes to like you know loss and grief and stuff like that. You if you deprive yourself of that feeling, then. Not only are you, you know, ruining your own brain, but you're yeah. being rude to the person you lost. Oh my god, that's so true. Because I, I my second breakup, uh, like immediately after we broke up, he just like deleted all our pictures off Instagram and like, uh, like was like making out with some girl like the next day. And I was like, I feel like you just like deleted our whole relationship. <laughs> like I feel like you yeah. just like are pretending uh I didn't exist and that this didn't happen. And that like makes me feel like shit. <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, I just process things differently. Ugh. And whatever. Yeah. And then like later on he was getting drunk and punching walls. Like I feel like men mm-hmm. don't deal with it right away. They're like, hell yeah, I'm free. And then like two months later they're like, what uh what the fuck did I do? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. 
There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was kind of seeing somebody. I met him on Tinder, and he was nice. But he just got out of an eight-year-long relationship like three months ago. And, um... You know, I was being very nice, being very open, whatever. And then I like went and checked Tinder again. He's still on it and he changed his bio and it was so mean and snarky and like shitty to women. And then I saw him like slowly devolve, like become angry and angrier. And I'm just like, I'm I'm a nice gal, you know, and I never yeah. complained. I would always be like, thank you so much, you know, like speak very politely and like make little jokes and He's he was angry. Like, yeah, he has to go deal with that himself, and not like drag me into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, you get angry. I remember I had one major heartbreak in my life, and like it was a, a woman I thought I was going to marry. You know, we were together for like three and a half, four years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like like you said, like the first like month, I was like, oh, okay, I could deal with this. And then like once it all got very real, I was like ruined for I'd say over a year I yeah. didn't date anybody you know and then you like also like you know she cheated on me and stuff like that and so like you know I didn't trust any women for a very long time and you know because you just thought like that's what I have to look forward to because that was the best relationship I ever had oh, and then yeah. they like ended up like getting crushed like that and when so your trust is broken it's like what do you do after that yeah like how do you how do you trust someone else after someone that you were absolutely in love with thought was like the best person in the universe betrayed that like yeah. how do you you know you just fucking on. take take a bunch of time off yeah. They, yeah there is something i've heard i don't know if there's any truth to it or not but it's uh however long the relationship is it takes half of that time to get over the person mm-hmm. yes jackie told me that and that means i in another couple years, I'll be over my ex. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck that. I'm pretty over him already. It's yeah. just interesting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of heart, like, I'm cheating on, I was the other woman and I had no idea. This guy messaged me on Instagram and was like, you want to hang out? We start hanging out. We start dating. He comes over. He eats me out. You know, we hanging out. And then come to find out, he has a long-term girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I, I I didn't know like psychopaths like that could exist. Did she contact you or I just it was you know when a gut feeling when you like look at the person on Instagram and then look at who follows them and there was a gut feeling about this one picture and I was just like I think something's up. You know I've never seen them together and then she unprivatizes her Instagram and they they're together and they've been oh. together for years and I was like holy shit. Did you tell her? No, because we were only kind of talking for like three months. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of my other girlfriends. She's like, that's not really long enough to really tell her. But you said you guys were hooking up. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I have like found stuff out by doing kind of an Instagram dive, you know, and by and by doing exactly that, like looking at who follows them. And you do, you can't even explain 
Because they, they think you're like crazy because they're like, you must have had to go through so much to find this. And and it's like, no, women have like this, this intuition. Like you yeah. can literally look at a name in a picture and be like, I don't, I, there's something about this and you click on it. And like, I didn't go through every woman that follows you. I had a feeling about that one and I was right. Absolutely. Thousand yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. We yeah, I keep all I like I give Julie all my passwords and everything. I just like to keep it a big open book so there's never like there's never any uh you know to think I'm doing something wrong. You know, it's just like you you could go look as much as you want. She got my password to my phone. It's like you can use it all you want. You I know, think the I'm best, not hiding anything. I think the best relationships are one where, yeah, like they give you the passwords and you never use them. Yes. Those are the best relationships. No, it's no, complete trust. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. And the one time she did, she immediately apologized. And I was just like, I was like, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. Sometimes, Go sometimes you just have to reassure yourself. Yeah. You but know? we've also been together for so long at this point. And y'all yeah. are really like a goals couple and yeah. she's smart and so wonderful. Yes. 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 She's yes. Awesome. Barely hits me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when when uh when uh she first got a, a haircut when she first cut her hair mm-hmm. beautiful she looked so beautiful oh yeah and I didn't but I didn't recognize her at first and she was talking to my boyfriend on like the butt <laughs> and I was like who is this hot bitch talking to my boyfriend <laughs> and then I went over and it was Julie and I told her that I was like you know how I know you look good it's uh this was my first thought when I saw you talking yeah. to and she was like I have the same thought whenever a girl makes Ed laugh and, <laughs> oh no and I was like that that um goes to like what our I don't know if it's what our insecurities are because I I'm always like oh, I'm not pretty, I'm fat, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so if I, like, see someone that, like, I think is, like, prettier than me, like, talking to them, I'm like, oh, no, like, he is going to think that she's prettier than me uh, and whatever. And maybe, like, I feel like um, the guys I've dated have felt that way, too, because um, we're in, like, the comedy world. Yeah. That, like, they get they do get, because they always want to make me laugh and they do get jealous when someone else makes me laugh. And I do think that that's, like, a... Uh, it's a thing because they want our respect as far as like being funny. And not just that, as a dude who, you know, who's always been uh, very overweight, uh, making a girl laugh is like, like, you know, you're, that's your go-to. Oh yeah. That's what you, that's what you got. And like when someone else does the thing that, fi- that makes you sexy to other women, you're just like, oh fuck. Right. Yeah. I gotta step up my game. Cause you know, like yeah. I'm not going to start working out. Yeah. You know, like- yeah. <laughs> Ed, what would you do if some like six foot two Chad started making Julie laugh? I mean, it's okay. I mean, I I don't get jealous very easily, but I do know when someone's hitting on her, you know. And so if someone's hitting on her, then I'll always make sure I join the uh, the conversation, and then you know just slowly you know nudge them out of it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> He's like, "Have you met my fiance?" Yeah. You and know, I just couldn't be more the opposite. You know, luckily I'm a giant burly dude and. You know, even though I am a softie, it drives it scares people. Didn't you say somebody was sitting on Julie in front of you at that uh, um, pool hall down yeah. the street? Yeah, and I had to get rid of him. Get him. You know, but like, yeah, you got to get out of here, buddy. This is over. That you know? place is garbage. Yeah, the Brickyard Pub. Right? Garbage. I hate that place. I mean, I would like to play pool and have a beer, but the men in there make me feel like I'm fighting for my life. The clientele in there is pretty awful, and then the and it seems like the people who own the place just uh, back the horrible clientele. Mm-mm. So uh, yeah, so we just don't go there anymore, and I can't play pool. I love playing. <laughs> 
All I want to do is play pool when I go to a bar, and I haven't done it in like a year and a half. There's got to be like a nice boys' place we can play pool because I firmly believe that men can be gentlemen, men can be nice. It's okay, but you go to those places and you're like, it makes you want to be like, all men are trash because they're horrible. You have to go to a place where they call it billiards. There you go. You know, like or Silver Lake. They wear they wear polo shirts and (laughs) yeah, (laughs) shoot some billiards. I just don't know how to play billiards. I mean, those are probably bad guys too, just like a different kind of bad yeah, guys. Yeah, just in the mob. Oh yeah, yeah. They they seem nice at first, but then you know you go to their house and it's just like, oh, I gotta move these guns off the bed before hey, we have hey. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the worst place you've been broken up with? Mine was in the middle of a snowstorm. Mm. My the girl I was talking about with, we were together in college. And then we uh, we broke up once we were in college and got back together and then like moved to New York together. But then she broke up with me at the Miami Dolphins bar. No. Oh. And I was so mad at her. You're like, you your- just ruined <laughs> something that's so that's such pure joy for me. Yeah. yeah and you yeah. just fucking soiled. You just shit all over it. Yeah. The fourth quarter bar. I was just like, are you kidding me? This is like my spot. Oh, my God. She's like, I don't like this place. I was like, what are you talking about? I love this place. This is your place. I bet they have good chicken wings. Oh, the fried pickles were unbelievable. Ooh, now, my question, are they spears or chips? Because I like chips. the chips. The chips are better. The chips, chips are, are superior. No, the spears are too much. Yeah, it's too much they don't fry. They don't fry good enough. Did you keep going there after that? Well, we got back together after oh, right, like a week and a half. So okay. luckily that was uh, all worked out. We actually, I had done this like murder fist sketch where I played this like giant scary man. Uh, and, uh, and then it was, and, uh, there were people were robbing the house and then I come back as the scary guy and they're like trying to hide while, you know, they're robbing my house and I take off my shirt and I got a giant swat on my back and, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, they're all fucking terrified of me and shit. And I, I got home later that night and I was just like. Someone's got to scrub the swastika off my back. <laughs> so I called. I called her up, and I was like, "Listen, uh, I need your help." And then we ended up getting back together. Is she? Uh, oh, scrubbed the swastika. Off That's my so back. romantic. Did she make out with you? She's like, as I was scrubbing the swastika off this Jewish man's back, <laughs> <laughs> I just got so wet. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. It was very nice evening. Happy Holocaust Remembrance Day. <laughs> I was dumped. I was dumped in a hotel lobby, mm. um, which doesn't sound that bad. But uh, I was, was it after the after party? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, it was the Andas, which is right next to the Comedy Store. He he took me over to the the Andas. Oh, that's oh. a nice lobby. It is a nice lobby. bathroom. I do too. It's a it's a great shitting bathroom. They gotta go shit it bathroom. You know, I don't know why I never even thought about that. That was a good idea. Yeah, it's a really good because it doesn't have those stuff. Like the stalls are like doors that you close, and then you know how like people will like look under the stalls. Like you can't look under the stall. It's a very private. People look under the stalls. The boogeyman. Well, like, yeah. No, to like see like if there's someone in there. Or, like oh, they don't okay. like look on, but just like your feet or whatever, look mm. through the cracks. But uh, yeah, he dumped me in the in the hotel lobby, and then there were like these two people who came up to us. I'm crying, and they came up to us and asked us to take their picture. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> Let's ask that crying girl to take our picture. That's so sick. Like they were. I I'm. I think they were tourists. But like I'm like I'm pretty sure crying's a universal language. Like yeah. you know, there's Unless no they're... language barrier there. You see tears coming out of my eyes. Some places you just don't aren't allowed to show emotions though. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I was talking to a guy from way Eastern Europe. Like he looked kind of Mongolianish. China. China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like China. Like it's like Europe, China kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he, was, he looked at me and he's like, where I'm from, if you go visit, you'd be thrown in jail and the police will make you pay the money to get out. And I was like, why would they throw me in jail? He's like, because you're American. And I was like, how do they know that? It's because you smile. Where I'm from, smiling is weakness. Oh. I was like, holy shit, never going to go there. Yeah. No, he also just sounds like a horrible person. Yeah. Well, he sounded like that was just normal. Like, you're not supposed to smile, not supposed to cry. You just it sounds go- like he's lying that you're going to get locked up just for going there for being American. I don't know. <laughs> if you got locked up for crying, I would be in like... Uh, fucking oh my god I'd be in uh, the gulags the gulags the highest security like (laughs) fucking solitary confinement yeah yeah face off kind of stuff are you a cancer I am in Aries really because Aries are more warlike I think I'm a cancer moon or whatever that means I am a cancer with an Aries moon oh interesting we're swippy swappy we're swippy swappy it's funny because I've never I've never really like felt like an Aries um whenever I read all the stuff yeah but um I think when I'm not depressed I'm more Aries like you got fire I do have some fire I know that for a fact yeah and and I do think that like you know um it does lend itself to being like a comedian. Like I feel like uh, being a comedian is a very Aries like thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I do believe in that stuff, but I decided to believe in it because I liked that every time I said I was an Aries, people were like, "Oh my god, I love Aries!" So yeah, like, anything that like makes someone like me right away without me having to do any work, I love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're into it. Yeah, I've learned to stop asking men on dates what their sign is because they fucking they get so hate mad. It. They hate it. Yeah, because it means wanna... absolutely nothing to us. Really? Yeah. Oh, but to, but but I guess to me it means I. You know what I think that like if you're born at a certain time as a baby, you would be outside more or inside more depending on the temperature. You know I, what I mean? That matters. I would say any dude who's very into it, be wary of. Oh right, because they're either gay or <laughs> they use they learned a lot about it because they know they can help. It helps manipulate women, right? right. Because we, all women are into it, and then uh, you're, if you're the one guy who's into it, then like they can use it to uh, their advantage to uh, bang you. You're like the yoga teacher. He's a yoga teacher. He's super spiritual. He's just like fucking all the housewives. Yes, exactly. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing I believe in um, in astrology is that Scorpio is the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're like the bad boys, like the movie Blade. That's a bunch of Scorpios having fun. The Every Scorpio <laughs> I know is fucking crazy. Yeah, I love some of them. My dad is a Scorpio, but he's a fucking psycho. The guy that <laughs> had the girl, the long-term girlfriend. He was a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Wild, and they're very. I feel like they're very charismatic, and they they like pull you in. There you go. Something I can't handle though is that like suburban Chicago guy. Nothing wrong with them, but to date, I think because I have in the past dated one of those. They're very like practical, logical. They like the chicken wing sports bar. They get loud. They don't express their feelings. They just punch a hole in the wall. Like 
that kind of dude. Yeah. But I'm also, I don't want that, but I also don't want the like holistic guy that I go do yoga with. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's for sure going to cheat on me. Right. Like, I don't know what I want. Somewhere in between. A sports guy, you know, usually won't cheat on you unless he's a monster. No, yeah. Sports guys are usually, they won't cheat. They make good fathers. Yeah. They're good practical. They're logical. They love rules. They like rules. Right, yeah, of course. I got some famous Scorpios here. Drake's a Scorpio. Drake. DiCaprio's a Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Schwimmer. Puff Daddy, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. These are like, yeah, I could see all of these. You yeah, know? they have like a certain vibe, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. bad boy. Oh, yeah. Frank Ocean. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Look up. Oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Wow, this is interesting. Oh, McConaughey. Both, both the hot Ryans are Scorpios. Yeah. Damn. McConaughey too. Absolutely. Yeah, they're all like the bad boy. Adam Driver. Wow, this is getting very interesting. Right. And you know what? I bet they all are like dynamite in bed. Oh, Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson. Oh, oh, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Pete Davidson, I feel like, is like quintessential. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix. Travis Barker. He's my next door neighbor now. Really? Wow. Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. That's cool. See, don't you see how there's like, it makes some sense. There's kind of a vibe there. They're all kind of the same. And now look up famous Tauruses because it's all like Mel Gibson. My boyfriend's a Taurus. Dudes like that. Oh, really? Yeah. They're good dudes. I mean, he's a good dude. I don't know. Uh, He, uh, I, I noticed that Zuckerberg, the men that I the rock are the best matches for me have more like they're more in their feminine energy mm. because mm-hmm. I guess I'm more in my masculine energy. Um, so like I tried to date more like kind of masculine like men and it just like never it, it never worked. There was too much of a uh, of a punch. Yeah, there was too much of a power struggle. You want a man to take you to spa day. And yes. there's also nothing to talk about because they're only concerned about sports and shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> see, I don't know anything about sports. So I feel like a sports guy should date a sports lady. Yeah. Yeah. I only know about sports because like I wanted my dad to love me. So like <laughs> <laughs> I really studied up like as a kid, like I would like read our, and just like quote back what the article said like to my dad. I don't know if he knew I was doing that or whatever. But, like, yeah, yeah, she's right. She's I right. just knew it was the way to get him to talk to me <laughs> so That's now i feel like when i meet uh, a guy who likes sports like i do that same thing i'm mm-hmm. like you know, love me i'm gonna look up a bunch of stuff and uh, quote it back to you i am i'm i i do pay attention to like one team i'm an angels fan i'm a raiders fan Fine. i know a lot about those two teams if you ask me about anything else i don't i don't know you already know, you know more than i do now here's yeah. the thing every raiders fan i've met has been kind of crazy is that right yeah raiders fans are like very like they're the ones that like have like full face paint like they're yeah fucking, yeah they, i mean it was it was and especially when they were in oakland like it was just and they had this like really shitty dingy stadium my dad would not let me go to a live raiders game till i turned 18 because he was <laughs> Like, I don't want you around those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a team named after seafaring rapists. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> but if you if you look at like there are, I feel like all the football teams are named after like pillagers and there rapists. are three different the Buccaneers, the, Buccaneers, the Vikings, the Vikings, the even Patriots. The, even the Dolphins are rapists. <laughs> yes, they are. You know? They are. Yeah, and the ones in the sea too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to go to that Miami Dolphins bar. I am itching to go out so badly. I would go to a fucking sports bar. I don't care. I will eat chicken wings at a sports bar. That is how badly I want to go out. Is that Dolphins bar that's in LA? No, that was Uh, in Tallahassee. But there is one out here called the Snug. We went to the Snug. 
That sounds familiar. Yeah, we went after my birthday dinner. And we went to that weird uh, Irish bar with uh, all the LPM people. I vaguely, we had a very fun time that night. It was a very fun time. Almost got into like two fights. Oh, you? Well, yeah, I had that guy, that old dude, because we went to this like tiny Irish bar that never has anyone in it. And we mm-hmm. brought a bunch of loud comedians in and we just started drinking our asses off. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I was wearing like head to toe, like uh, a leopard, like onesie. <laughs> and like there was this old dude at the bar who like wouldn't, like he just like put himself in the middle of all of our friends and then wouldn't like move or like talk to anybody. He was just being very antagonistic. Ew. So I eventually like I bought him a drink and I was like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? You know, and then he just got, he just told me, he's like, I hate your fucking outfit like Ew. that. And then I was like, well, you might hate my outfit, but you're definitely dressed like shit. You know, because <laughs> he, like, he was like Walmart, you know, it was all Walmart clothes. Right. And they were just like looking, they were just looking for fights. And then, you know, I killed him with kindness, yeah. uh, which is uh, my specialty because nothing will sure. make someone feel dumber than when you hate someone who's very nice to you. There you go. (laughs) That's sort of like boomer energy. I can't handle it. And it's not even an age thing. It's just like, I'm going to sit here and drink my beer and do the things that I know. And there's nothing new. There's nothing exciting. You know, if you're going to sit in the middle of 20 people, talk to them. Or yeah. like engage. Don't just be like a fucking obstacle. Yeah. You know, like that's just like the worst. Just on purpose. Shit. Yeah. Nasty man. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I feel like I would just sit there because, like, I'm scared of people. Like, I would I would just be like, these people want nothing to do with me, and I'm just going to sit here and not make eye contact. Yeah, well, you go to the other side of the bar. Right, right, right. You know, that's the whole thing. You know? That's true. Yes. But um what are like uh going back to being heartbroken, what was what was the first time you were heartbroken? I'll go first, just to like give you like a, a an idea. Cause you don't to me you don't have to necessarily have to be about love. Mm-hmm, you right. know? The first time I was heartbroken was when I was like I think I was eight and my dog died. Because my mm-hmm. dogs were five when I was born. And I lost uh, Oscar and Bunky. They were my two dogs, and I lost them both like within a year of each other. And it fucking destroyed me. And then, uh, you know, even though I'm a child, I still have this memory of I, we had a, a great like um, video camera tape of the dogs playing and me playing with the dogs. And I was so hurt, and I just like wanted to forget them that I just like destroyed the tape. And like to this day, it makes me so sad that I'll never get to watch that tape again. Oh, and so I feel like you, like people, like you make rash. Granted, I'm an eight year old, yeah. you know, but I feel like even now, when you're older and you get your heart broken, you make all these rash decisions. Oh, absolutely, and that you end up regretting. And I, I think it's one of the things where is I you should sit in it for at least a month before you go like tossing shit out in the trash. Yeah, you, know? you should treat it like like people treat like mercury being in retrograde you should oh. be like for the next month uh don't uh talk to anybody or make any big decisions or communicate anything yeah, yeah. 
Mercury is in retrograde. Right is it right now? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. I hear Venus is in retrograde. What does that mean? So that means um, like aesthetics, beauty, relationships. You'll see a lot more couples fighting. You'll see somebody mm. getting their hair dyed and it's not the color they quite wanted. Mm-hmm. Or they like order a couch from Amazon and it's like smaller than they want. That's up till the end of the month. Okay. Um, my first heartbreak was in college. It was two different times. One was this guy. I was head over heels. He looked like Adam Driver. Uh-huh. And um, he just wasn't into me. He liked this other girl, which now I look back and I'm like, oh, because we're two different people. Yeah. You know, like I was kind of like a little princess girl, I guess. And he was like a rocker. You know, he smoked weed. And he went for a girl that was like that. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like that at me at all. And then um, the other guy I was in, he was gay. We're still friends to this day, mm-hmm. but we took a bath together under the oh. moonlight. And I remember I felt his soft penis against my back. And I was like, oh, God, I wish I could just get it erect, but it's me. I'm not pretty enough. Meanwhile, I had like the perfect body. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize he's gay. Yeah. yeah. And then he came out and I got really sad. Mm. Yeah. The, the, there were only two people that asked me out in high school and both of them later on came out of the closet. There you go. And I think it was because I was like just known to be like scared of men. Like I wasn't going to try and kiss them. I wasn't going to try. And yeah. So that, like I would be the perfect beard. You're the you know? beard. I I, uh, I dated a lesbian who ended up uh, marrying one of my best female friends. Interesting. I and now we're all very close. That's great. Mm-hmm. I feel like a man that dates a lesbian would have a great time. She's like, she likes sports and Home Depot with me. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday we're going to the Raiders game. We're going to Home Depot. No, after. we did have all the same interests. Yeah. It was very it was very convenient. I love her. Yeah, she's like Steve Miller band. Let's rock. You know, Florida State Seminoles. Can't wait for the next game. <laughs> Yeah, she lost me at golfing though. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't gonna get into that. Oh, that's when you found out she's a lesbian. <laughs> My boyfriend is bisexual and it, it's kinda you get the bo- best of both worlds. Uh-huh. It's really great. Interesting. I like it. I talk about I've said this on stage, but like cause I did uh I did anal for the first time Ooh. in this past uh you know, like during the pandemic. I mean, what else you, you got free time? Well, yeah, what are you gonna do? And you know it's bacon bread and doing <laughs> anal. <laughs> It's hard work. I, I think never everyone even, did anal for the first time. I never day. even had a finger up there. You know, you have to you have to put the work in to just kind of like gauge mm. it like a sad girl's earlobe. You know, like you just kind of got to start with the smaller butt plug and then the bit. So, so was he was he were you, did he like it as were you as good as a man? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it it was perfect because like it's you should. Do anal with a bisexual man for the first time. Oh, because mm-hmm. he understands empathy. Right. Well, because oh. you know how like cops have to get pepper sprayed and tasered during training so That's... that they know what it feels like before they do it to somebody else? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like that, but with dick in your butt. Oh, so he's had a dick in his ass. Oh, yeah. So he knows how to give a dick in. Oh, right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. most men, they just want anal and they scream it. And they're just like, anal, give me anal. Yeah, it's anal. like, let me peg you. With, yeah. Like, it tip for tat, buddy. Interesting. I love uh, you. You have a, a joke you used to do all the time about anal. What was it? There's. I forget. I know. I would just scream anal. You know, I forget like, the punch. Uh, you were like, you're like, I. It's like I just cleaned my vagina. The vagina's right there. Oh right. <laughs> God, I wish I could remember like the setup. All I remember is just screaming anal. People loved it. <laughs> I yeah. once used that tactic at like a you know those like bar shows where like no one's paying attention. Yes. So the first thing I did when I got on stage was like say anal so that everyone and then I just got everyone to chant it 
And then like, then I got them all to pay attention because that's what a bar full of drunken men will pay attention to. That's you shouting anal. That's good. Yeah. Speaking of heartbreak, I watched a girl's heart get broken and I like precipitated in it, I guess, because she was dating my friend. Participated. Participated. Precipitated was me. You cried also. (laughs) (laughs) We both just crying. This is my high school friend and we both went to college together, right? We kind of fell out a little bit in college, but you know, we're still a little friends. And I find out that he goes to New Orleans every weekend and like hangs out with men. I've seen him personally hang out with men over the weekend and like disappear, which is fine. Yeah. Do your thing. Obviously, he's a little bit gay, right? Mm -hmm. So he starts dating this girl who's this like good Christian girl, um, a little ugly. And she's like, I can't wait to have kids with him. And he's my soulmate and I'm saving myself. And I was like, Ashley, he sees men on the weekend, you know, (laughs) and I know that was mean to do. No. But if I knew he yeah. was gay, I feel like I have to tell her. You have to, even if it like ends your friendship with her, you have to tell yeah, her. Yeah. I mean, he was like, never speak to me again. And she was like, never speak. But I was like, you have to know. Cause yeah. like, why are, I was like, I won't say his name, but I was like, why are you lying to your girl? She's a, pr- like a, like a, a woman who loves you. Mm-hmm. You are lying. He's like, but I'm not lying. I just never told her. I was like, same fucking thing. Well, it's like, it, you know, it's obviously it's his fault for doing it, but. You know, it, it is very hard, you know, because like all of society, especially in the fucking South. Yes. This you is know, where it was. like, yeah, if you're gay, you get your ass kicked. Yeah. You know, or your family hates you, you know, so you do but everything then get you one can of your to girlfriend, Like ask, ask Amber to, hey, will you pretend to be my girlfriend? Like tell them the truth and then just be like, mm-hmm. pretend to be my girlfriend. In yeah. a perfect world. Yes. Yeah. In a perfect world. But don't drag this woman into it. She right. wanted to have kids with him. She thought he was like super straight, you know, mm-hmm. which again, it's it's fine if you want to date somebody who's like, uh, we're, you know, there's a Kinsey scale, right? But just yeah. like be open with people. Yeah. She wasn't. She thought he was like perfectly straight dude, couldn't wait to have kids. She had never been touched by a man, so had no oh. idea like, because he wasn't very affectionate with her. And she just thought that was normal. What mm. a fucking, ugh, gross. Touch yeah. her. Kiss her. Yeah. It's your girlfriend. I couldn't deal with that. It's Physical touch is my love language. So. Absolutely. Like, even if, like, you're in, like, a slow time banging-wise, you have to, like, still, like, hug and kiss and, like, yeah. you know, do all that stuff. It's very important because if, you know, like, what's the point if we're not getting physical affection What's the fucking point? I knew another couple whom he came out as a pedophile years later. He dragged her along for six years. Uh, as an engagement, they finally got married. They weren't touching. She was just like, I wish he could have sex with me more. He just used her as a beard. Uh, I would fucking burn his house down. <laughs> Wait, did he actually, did he, did he act on? Being um, yes, he's in prison okay. now. He's okay. totally in prison. Oof. But she found out she got into a oh. Corvette with a top down and drove off. That's worse than like. That's like, I feel like that's probably the worst thing that could happen. If you're in love with somebody and then you find out that they're a pedophile. I would fucking kill him. I mean, that's the, you know, that is the worst. That is the worst. I'd rather be dating a murderer than a pedophile. Me too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. At least a murderer is a decency to fucking kill the children. And I feel like I'm, I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I'm in danger of it because I have like really small tits. Oh. I'm a little emotionally <laughs> immature, you, you know. What if you guys have kids together? Oh, oh my, god. my god! If I married no. somebody and he was touching my kids, oh. I would fucking kill him so slowly. And I would I, drag I think him in you the actually basement. get away with it when you yeah. do that at that point. You, you have to. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's a one-time murder is just like totally allowed. I think cops give you the gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here you go, man. I say thank you. 
I would fucking kill him. They're like, do you want us to rape him first and then you kill him? (laughs) (laughs) There is a procedure here. Yeah. So what are like, obviously, we talked about a little bit earlier, you know, sad movies, sad music, of course. What are some uh, good ways to ride out the sadness of being when you're heartbroken? Long walks and get music in your ear, angry music. Just try it all, all kind of music out. Yeah. And just walk, walk, walk. Yeah, definitely crying like i i i mean i'm a big advocate of crying just in general i think you need to release you Mm. know i think uh friends being around friends even though sometimes i feel like like when you're heartbroken you're probably uh, a huge burden on them but you know be a burden on them that's part of friendship if you know yeah if they want the friendship part of it then they have to deal with sometimes you're gonna be an emotional burden Yeah. yeah um uh, yeah, being around friends. For me, my mom, like I, I was like uh, talking to my mom and That's... I remember after like the first time I really like uh, I really wanted to date this guy um, and he didn't want to date me because I didn't believe in God. And uh, so I was yeah, I was like heartbroken. And and then me and my mom binged watch Ally McBeal together. I'd never seen Ally McBeal. Oh, it became fun. like my favorite show. But like, it's uh, it that's a good show to watch. Like if you're heartbroken, because that, <laughs> it's all sweet. about like it was her first love, and then she has to work with like her ex that was her first love. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a comfort show. I feel like finding like a comfort show or comfort movie. I think for um, guys, it's the Sopranos. the sopranos that's good you can talk to your mom i can't really talk to my mom when i'm heartbroken she she tells me literally to get over it to get over it she just says no (laughs) i was like thanks mom thank you love you too bye i mean that's like my dad but yeah my mom is 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 good to talk to and understands even though i don't think she's ever well no she's probably been heartbroken just like with my dad because they've gone through a lot of stuff and you know there were times where they thought it was ending and yeah, it was probably heartbreaking. But before my dad, she dated like one guy and he was really sweet and she broke up with him and oh, you know, yeah. like, so Do you she's think she misses that guy. No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. well, maybe, <laughs> maybe she thinks like, you know, David never would have done that, you oh. know, cause yeah, my dad can be kind of a dick, but <laughs> yeah. your mom married the bad boy. My mom married the bad boy. What are you going to yeah. do? I, when I was like, when I went through my major heartbreak and I went through a, a couple of them, uh, but the, the the major one, you know, I was dating this person for years, and so what the thing I did was, I remembered everything that I liked to do that they didn't like to do ah. that I stopped doing, like yes. eat Chinese food. You know, they didn't like Chinese food. No, most women I find don't. Really? Do you like Chinese food? Um, uh, here's the thing. I like like Americanized Chinese. I like Panda Express. That's- oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. I don't like like real Chinese food. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I went back to eating Chinese food. I started listening to Leonard Skinner again. There you go. You know, I like, uh, you know, I found, uh, like, uh, watched some more horror movies, you know. Uh, she sounds lame. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, apparently. But um, the, uh, <laughs> the, you know, I just did everything that I felt was like taken from me. And I like had a bunch of money saved up for us. And so I immediately just like spent it all on like acid and concert tickets. Peking duck. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just like it got like two bottles of liquor and I'm like, let's fucking, you know, let's get over this bitch. Yeah. And then that took a year. 
But and, the, uh, and making yeah. a list of those things, I feel like making a list of things that you didn't like about them, things that even just little things that annoyed you about them, like she fucking chewed loud and like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so you can look back at that list and, and remember why you broke up. Why you, you didn't know? like it. Yeah. The last yeah. guy that we didn't work out with, I, I didn't feel the heartbreak because I was like, oh, he was like, had this old mentality he's 38 which isn't old yeah. but it was just this like i only like things that i know and that's it and i'm just an american boy which is fine but like i want to explore i want to annoying adventure i want new things i want anal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i hate when people like won't have uh you know like people who just eat chicken fingers yeah he's yeah. like a chicken fingers you know, guy when you go out with those people i'm that guy <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I went on a date with a guy who ordered I chicken fingers, and I felt like a pedophile. <laughs> Can I get the chicken fingers? Cut it up for me. Put it in my butthole later. <laughs> oh my god! All right, any uh, any closing advice for people that are? Because uh, I guarantee people are definitely heartbroken listening to this. Here's what I'll say. So, like, because I didn't even get into this, which. My main motivation in life, the reason I've achieved stuff has been heartbreak. Like I was telling my therapist mm-hmm. the other day that like I'm having trouble finding motivation now that I'm happy. Like, <laughs> so much of my motivation was like I want to be a better comedian than this person. I want to be more successful than them. Um, I want to get hotter so that they regret everything they ever did. Um, you know, like I, I'm going to be really nice to everyone. So everyone likes me more than them. Like just, <laughs> Oh yeah. The, the revenge body is real. Yeah. I oh, became yeah. a better, hotter, more successful person. Yes. Because I just wanted them to regret everything. I mean, I didn't start Patreon or Twitch or any of that until I got my heart broken. And I literally had to like get out of bed and be like, we're going to fucking do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just like, sometimes you get complacent when you're just like in a relationship and you're like, kind of born, you know, farting in like, your PJs. And then you just get this. It's like a it's like a defibrillator for your life, you know, just like wakey, wakey, bitch. <laughs> no one loves you. Go figure out why. Yeah. Yeah. Like Just <laughs> like go like fucking uh, improve your life and, and, and get your shit together. And a lot of times heartbreak is the best fucking motivator for that a lot of people get up and move yeah. after they get their heart broken you oh know? my god like they yeah. move to the big city you know or yeah. or they go travel you know like it 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 motivates you to do these things that you maybe wouldn't normally do otherwise yeah i i, I broke up with this um with this lovely lady um we just weren't you know we just were we couldn't be together any longer and i i broke her heart and then uh, she uh, she went and she moved. She moved away. She, d- she went to a new city, moved back uh, by her parents, you know, like and then all of a sudden she started dating this other dude. Now they they have a kid, you know, and it's like they have a wonderful life. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's fine. Everything's going to be OK. And y- Amber's right. Like you always kind of look back and you go, yeah, that sucked in, in the moment. But if I didn't experience that, then I wouldn't be where I am now. Like, you know, you were supposed, that was supposed to happen. Thank God I didn't marry this Exactly. Yeah. I would have been, fu- I would have been divorced by now. Exactly. You um, know, like, it's just like, what's the point of that? I probably would have had two kids. I don't know what to fucking do with, you know, it would have been a disaster. And then you find someone where you're like, I would never have found this person if I hadn't, you know, yeah. gotten my heart broken mm-hmm. by this person. Yeah. Exactly. And it also helps you confirm who you are. So mm-hmm. many of my breakups afterwards, I'm like, oh, 
we didn't get along because, you know, different childhoods. We want different things. Yeah. And that you it shapes more of your personality. Yeah. The more times it happens, too, the more you know, like, what you want and the less you put up with later on. You yeah. know, like, I feel like your first couple relationships, you put up with a lot of shit for longer than you will, like, when you get older and you're like, no, been there before. I know I don't want that. Yeah. You know? And that's a, that's a good thing, too. Well, I feel like this was a lovely episode. Nicole, thank you so much for coming by and Thanks joining us today. Me. Check out Nicole's other podcast, uh, Everything Hurts, available everywhere where you can find podcasts, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole Buchanan's Everything Hurts podcast. Uh, check out Amber's other podcast, Someplace Underneath, N-E-I-T-H, exclusively a part of the Last Podcast Network. The Brighter Side Live on Twitch, it's coming at you. Next one's going to be in a little more than a week on February 8th. Uh, it's the second Tuesday of every month on the LPN Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv backslash last podcast network, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Patreon. I just started one. Patreon.com slash Eddie Toods. Uh, it's, uh, it's brand new. Uh, I'm figuring it out. Uh, come in, join me five dollars uh, and uh, we'll and I, I'm start doing some shit there. Uh, Amber, you got a Patreon too. Tell us about it. That's right, Amber Smelson. I just really turn the camera on the food that I make myself, which is good, and I show you what I do. It's also a way to support me as an artist. That's beautiful. Um, you could rent or buy uh, the movie I made last year uh, called How America Killed My Mother over at HowAmericaKillMyMother.com. Oh, so good. Thank it's you so very good. much. I really appreciate it. So please go check that out. Um, it is a, it is a very personal film, obviously, and I uh, I want everyone to see it and talk about it. So share it. Twitter, at Nicole Buchanan. That is N-I-C-O-L-E. B-E-C-A-N-N-O-N at Eddie Tunes underscore at Amber Smelson at Last Podcast Network at Brighter Side LPN Instagram Nicole Buchanan Everything Hurts underscore podcast Amber Smelson Eddie Tunes Last Podcast Network and The Brighter Side LPN Amber on the Rocks is Amber's great Twitch show that's going to be every Friday 6 p.m. Pacific check it out you can go hang out with her on her porch and uh, drink some beers with Amber you know you want to The Brighter Side sticker giveaway is happening going strong we just sent out a bunch um, if you want a free Brighter Side sticker uh, go ahead and and mail us a self-addressed envelope stamped to the brighter side care of LPN PO box 470 North Hollywood, California 91603. Feel free to send us anything too. We love getting packages and letters and all that kind of stuff. And if for some reason you don't have access to stamps or envelopes and you just want a sticker anyway, uh, you can go ahead and DM Amber myself or the brighter side, and we will get one out to you at our nearest convenience. Thank you. April for all the editing you do you're a wonderful human being and uh, you know you always you never say no to us thank you April I couldn't appreciate that more uh, the Eddie Dudes two hour radio hour check it out DM me your email address and I will share it with you on Google Drive also that's going to be uh, start being shared on my Patreon so that will be the new place to go find that very soon uh, the ones who are in are in but everyone else will have to go to the Patreon and listen to it come get some Spotify you can find me at Ed Larson and on Napster that's right Napster Eddie Tunes E-D-D-I-E-T-U-N-E-S and that is uh, where I got all the owner of a lonely heart that's right. Got great lots of play playlists on there. And Owner of a Lonely Heart is one of them by Yes, will oh, be no, the song no. taking us out today. Yes, broke my mom's heart. My mom had a boyfriend 
and uh, they went to a Yes concert. And uh, after the uh, he and the Yes concert was so good, it gave him a heart attack, and he died. And uh, my what? Mom, my mom called me the next day, screaming, "He's dead! He's dead!" I was like, "Who's dead? I didn't even know the guy." And then uh, she was like, "He died after the concert. He had such a, we had such a good time." And so, yes, owner of a lonely heart much worse than owner of a broken heart. My mom got both that night. Uh, ending, ending on a traumatic <laughs> note. Uh, don't die, everybody. Yeah, don't die. But here is a little yes for you guys. Uh, prog rock, you love it. Be good to yourselves. Peace. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.